Welcome to the Gazette Fact Checker Podcast. I'm John Steppe, the Gazette's business reporter. I'm Marissa Payne, the Gazette's Cedar Rapids government reporter. I'm Erin Jordan. I cover investigations. I'm Michaela Ram. I cover healthcare. And we have an interesting check this week surrounding the federal $1.9 trillion stimulus bill that has been getting a lot of national headlines. But a new advertisement airing in Iowa is specifically taking Iowa Representative Marionette Miller-Meeks to task over her position on the COVID-19 relief. So this is produced by Tax March Iowa and supported by several other groups in the state, um, mean all liberal advocacy groups that are very vocal in the state. And it makes a series of claims and then comes to the conclusion that billionaires hit the jackpot while Iowans in need of relief get jack squat with Miller Meeks, who represents Iowa's second congressional district in the southeast part of the state. So the Gazette reached out to Tax March for additional sourcing for the claims, as we do for all of our claims, but we did not receive a response. So first, we'll gang into a little bit of, okay, who is Tax March? They are part of the 1630 Fund, a Washington, D.C.-based, liberal advocacy group that, according to the Center for Responsive Politics Open Secrets website, received $56.7 million in contributions during the 2020 election cycle. And then getting into actually the contents of this ad, the first claim goes to say, during this pandemic, the rich got richer and the well-to-do are doing pretty well. And the ad cites a July 22nd commentary on Forbes called The Rich Are Getting Richer During the Pandemic, which gets pretty much to the point that the ad was making. But the article was written by a job recruiter, and it points to individual cases of people with increased wealth. I mean, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, different big CEOs that a lot of people may know, but doesn't include data that would show really a widespread, okay, everyone above this wealth level is getting richer, that kind of thing. But thankfully, data from the Federal Reserve does show that. Um, So we did have something to look at for this. And looking at total net worth of the wealthiest 1%, that increased from $31.4 trillion in the first quarter of 2020 to $36.2 trillion in the third quarter of 2020, which is the most recent quarter of data available. There's always a little bit of a trail time with some of this economic data. And it's also important to note that that $36.2 trillion number is above the $34.7 trillion from the fourth quarter of 2019, which would not include any of the pandemic first quarter of 2020 did have March, although it was mostly not in the pandemic. But then also when you look at um, the Fed also provides the share of total net wealth. So how much do they have compared to everyone else? And that has also shown an increase from 30% in the first quarter of 2020 to 31% in the third quarter of 2020. Um, Now, granted, that is not quite as high as the fourth quarter of 2019, when it's at 31.1%. So overall, I mean, the claim is saying the rich got richer, and the data from the Fed reaffirms that. So 
Um, I sing an A for this part of the claim. Then moving on to the second part of the claim, goes on to say, even though there's only one billionaire in Iowa, Marionette Miller Meek supports giving billionaires huge tax breaks for private jets and yachts. So first looking at that one billionaire piece of that, according to Forbes Interactive Billionaire Map, which shows dots where different billionaires are, the only billionaire in Iowa is Harry Stein, the founder of Stein Seeds. And he lives in, I think it's pronounced Adele. I am relatively new to Iowa. So I'm sure the longtime Iowans on this podcast can probably correct me on that pronunciation. Um, but Okay, it's Adele. Thank you, Aaron. So Stein lives in Adel, um, which is not part of Mill- Meeks' district. That's part of Sidney Axney's district, um, the third congressional district. And the so then, yes, there is one billionaire in Iowa. Then the part about the private jets and the yachts. So it cites an article back in 2018 from Business Insider about former President Trump's tax plan allowing people to deduct 100% of the costs of private jets and yachts from their taxes. And I mean, basically saying how that kind of makes it become free. Um, now, it's worth noting, though, that Miller Meeks was not in Congress when the tax reform bill became law in 2017 and therefore did not vote on it. And as an Iowa state senator, it's probably pretty safe to say she had no say on the private jet and yacht tax breaks. Um, now, in terms of whether she supported the plan overall, Nikki Haley, the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, said back in October while she was campaigning with Miller Meeks that the Ottumwa Republican would preserve, well, I should say would work to preserve the Trump tax cuts, also according to the Quad City Times there. Now, it's worth noting, though, that the tax reform law had many components to it, so that doesn't necessarily mean that Nikki Haley was saying, hey, Miller Meeks is going to support that private jet and yacht tax break. I mean, it could be a lot of the other parts of that large tax plan. So given that, I have a C for that, but looking forward to hearing the team's thoughts on that. And then the third part of this, um, the ad then goes on to say, but for Iowans who lost their job, she voted against sending more relief. So that references a February 3rd budget resolution that cleared the way for Democrats kind of that next step in the Democrats passing Biden's COVID-19 relief bill. And this is the bill. I mean, I think the thing that probably most people have heard of from the bill is the $1,400 direct payments to people, but also extensions to unemployment assistance and $350 billion in aid for state, local, and tribal governments. Miller Meeks, along with the other two Iowa Republican representatives, voted against this resolution. She told the Quad City Times that she was disappointed that congressional leaders brought a partisan budget resolution to the floor, costing $1.9 trillion of taxpayer dollars. And then while she voted against sending more relief, she did co-sign a letter to Biden on January 20th about wanting to work with him on, quote, targeted, meaningful coronavirus relief. 
her voting record does not indicate a vote for any other COVID-19 relief bill so far. So worth noting that I mean, she has indicated that she wants to I mean, work with him on this. But so far, there hasn't been any vote for that. So we give, or at least right now, I have that claim as an A. So um, interested in hearing the team's thoughts. Um, as of right now, with one C and two A's, I had this claim overall at a B but interested in hearing what everyone thinks. Well, I, I think, um, I think I'm glad you included the stuff about the rich get richer and that you found that fed report. Cause obviously it's better to have like overall, um, income levels represented than just like a few well-known rich folks. Um, so I agree with that grade. Um, the second claim I think is the most interesting one to talk about. Um, because so Marionette Miller Meeks didn't vote on that tax plan, as you noted. And as far as I know, and maybe you know more, has she said anything about it? Is it all just Nikki Haley's like saying on the stump that Marionette Miller Meeks would have supported it or would support to preserve it? I don't know. Did Is that pretty much it that you could find? Yeah, I did a search through all of Miller Meeks' old tweets. I mean, both her. I mean, official account at Rep MMM and also her personal account at Miller Meeks that she had been using in past campaigns. And there weren't any tweets I mean, saying, hey, I love this Trump tax plan. Now, the thing that, I mean, I put a little more weight into what Nikki Haley was saying is because she was saying it while with Miller Meeks. So, I mean, if... I mean, Miller Meeks wouldn't have, theoretically speaking, wouldn't have had, I mean, somebody campaigning for her saying things that she didn't believe. Um, but there was not much in terms of her actual statements on the Trump tax plan that I could find. Okay. I mean, I think that if you've got someone of national level coming here to stump for you, it might be a little awkward, like as Nikki Haley is like saying, oh, Marionette Miller Meeks support this to be like, oh, Nikki, excuse me, you know, like, I, I don't really support this, but go ahead, continue with your praise of me or whatever, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that those are significant. Um, the points that you raise about the accuracy of that statement to me warrants it getting a C. Um, I don't know if it warrants it getting a D. I don't know what the rest of the folks, what Michaela and Marissa think. Yeah, that was actually something I was going to bring up. I almost wondered if this warranted a D. Um, you know, just taking a look at, because this, this claim was very specific about the support for billionaires to, to buy their private jets and yachts. Like that was to a very specific bill that, that was up for a vote when Marionette Miller makes was not in office at the time. So she didn't have like the, the physical, not the physical support, but the literal support of putting her vote behind it. Um, you know, and I was just thinking about this in terms of, you know, claim number three, we, it seemed that you were taking that statement literally. She voted against sending more relief, which is very true. She did vote mm. against that particular relief bill. So kind of it using that same context in this claim, I almost wondered if it warrants a D just because, you know, Miller Meeks has not said whether or not she would have voted in favor of this bill or 
would have voted in favor in any sort of tax cuts for the ultra rich. Um, so I would I would argue for a D, but you know oh. I'm 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 curious if maybe Marissa has other thoughts or if if we want to make a better argument for a C. So her term in the Iowa Senate started in like 2019, and um, you know because I, I was thinking, well, if she had a record on like tax reform at the state level um, of being able to vote on that, but I mean when the Iowa uh, legislature uh, passed their tax reform package after the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was passed. Um, you know, so federally that passed 2017 um, in December, and then um, Iowa legislature took action in, the, in 2018, but that was before uh, she was even elected for her term in the Iowa Senate. So we don't even have, um, you know, like something at the state level to go off of. Um, so yeah, I mean, given like what we've already discussed about her not having a chance to vote on it federally, much less even at the state level, um, yeah, and kind of to Michaela's point, like taking it literally, um, you know, specifically for private jets and yachts. Um, like I think it might have been, I, I might have been more open to a C if, um, you know, I hadn't specifically stated, um, like for that purpose. But, um, yeah, I think it would warrant a D. Yeah, now that you bring up all those great points, yeah, I think a D is much more appropriate. Um, I also forgot that Miller Meeks was not even in the state legislature yet. So I will bring that up as well. Um, so yeah, I am all for a D on that. Um, I think that the fact that there is indeed only one billionaire adds a little bit of truth to keep that from an F. And the Nikki Haley comments probably keeps that from an F. But I mean, looking back at this, this does seem to be mostly quite the exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that, especially to your point about Nikki Haley. I think the fact that you have somebody campaigning for her saying these kind of statements, I think that that does warrant it from, from a total F. Um, so I think I, I would agree with you. I think there is some weight to, to that particular statement. I was glad to know who the one billionaire is in Iowa. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't know. I didn't, I've never even heard of that guy before. I think I got a press release about him a couple months ago or something, but prior to that, I had not heard of Stein Seeds or Harry Stein. And I'm a business reporter. Now all the um, fundraisers in the state are going to be like, ooh. <laughs> Actually, they, they probably already knew about him. It's just people, yeah. you know, like me. It's interesting <laughs> that he chose Adele to live in. Is that like where the uber rich in Iowa live? I guess I never knew that. Well, okay, so it's a suburb. It's it, it probably was its own town originally, um, away from Des Moines. But it is there's a lot of big swanky houses out there. It's like on the western side of um, Des Moines. Okay, so now I know what I'm going to look up on Zillow later because I right. <laughs> yeah, like when the register does like Mansion Mondays on their website, um, a lot of them are in that area. Ooh. Oh, yeah, oh. I'm going to totally go on Zillow later. <laughs> I mean, when Michaela buys her lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, I gotta have my vision board. <laughs> right. Okay. So and going to the third claim, um, just about uh, the vote. Um, I agree that that is an A. I think that seems pretty clear cut. She voted against the relief bill, um, even though she said, um, "Oh, she would support another relief bill." Well. 
what, what you know, it, it's true. She did not vote for this relief bill and some others, um, you know, others did. Some other people did um, support that. So I agree with the A on that one. Does everyone else also agree with that? Yeah, I guess just to clarify super quick. Um, so the reason she gave for voting against it, you have this quote here, um, the partisan budget resolution costing $1.9 in taxpayer dollars. Was that really her reason for voting against this? I'm pulling up that article right now to be precise here. Um, yeah, so she mentioned, I mean, the partisan nature of it. So later on in the article, it mentions um, that Democrats pushed forward, quote, partisan issues such as a national $15 an hour minimum wage um, and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also mentioning um, the bailout for state governments um, like Illinois, that kind of thing. So, I mean, she goes into specifics over which specific, some of the specific things that she particularly took issue with. But, um, I mean, it was very much kind of along the lines of the main, okay, these are all things that the Democrats want that the Republicans don't want. It might be good to note the minimum wage um, part of it, because that is something that Republicans, including Joni Ernst, have been... um, talking about lately with news releases and things like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure to bring that up then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was my big question. If this was really driven by like the pork in that bill that maybe, you know, maybe she doesn't necessarily support the, the minimum wage increase, but she wouldn't support more coronavirus relief. Um, I, I think I still would agree with the grade um, because she did cast her vote against this. Um, but I do wonder if that context is important to include. Okay. Sounds good. I'll add that. Marissa, what do you think about this part? No, I, I agree for, um, you know, as long as we have the caveat, um, not that it changes the grade, but just explaining um, that she's against kind of the whole, you know, quote unquote, blue state bailout thing that other people, um, other, you know, Republicans in Iowa even have kind of slammed the bill for that same reason, along with the minimum wage thing. Um, yeah, no, I, I support an A. Great. Okay, so the tricky question now is figuring out the overall grade because we've got the See whole, if I can do my math. I know I'm I'm doing it right now actually. So a 4.0, a 4.0, 4.0. and what a 2.0? 2, 2.0? 2. No, 1.0 with a, 1. a D. 0. So that would add up to be 9 divided by 3 would be a 3. So that would be an exact B. Okay. Who said journalists don't do math? <laughs> you did it faster than I did. I'm impressed, John. <laughs> well, I've probably taken a math class a little more recently, so. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> True. True. I mean, and I don't even help my kids with their math very often, so. I don't even have that. Yeah, I was here counting on my fingers, so I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I think a B overall um, works out well because, I mean, she did indeed vote against it. I mean, the rich have indeed gotten richer from this. But that claim about how she's supporting tax breaks for private jets and yachts really exaggerates the truth. It makes it sound like, I mean, 
she was, I mean, just ready to sign the deal, said, I mean, her buddies can get a private jet, and that's, I mean, pretty far from the truth here. So Mr. Stein from Adele can fly her somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're probably all in agreement there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good average out for all of these. And then um, this is one of the weeks where we already have a, another check kind of in the pipeline here. So, Marissa, do you want to talk about next week's check? Yeah, uh, so for next week, I'll be looking into an ad um, that's being launched by the American Action Network, which is a conservative issue advocacy group. Um, it's taking aim at Cindy Axney, um, the Democrat representing Iowa's third district. Um, and it, it says that liberals are hijacking COVID relief. And it specifically um, mentions, let's see here, I'm waiting for the ad to do its thing. Oh, okay. So it's taking aim at the, uh, the blue state bailout, it says that the relief package is a blue state bailout, doesn't open uh, schools back up and sends tax money to illegal immigrants. So I'll be taking a look at those claims in the ad. And then, as always, we are always looking for checks. So if you are listening and have something you would like us to check, you can reach us at factchecker at thegazette.com. Then, I mean, our criteria for those ads are either made by an Iowa politician or from a national politician about Iowa or an ad that appears in our market, and they must be verifiable. I think I covered all of those right there. The only other thing would be, um, it could be someone who's already in office, or it could be like a agency head, you know, maybe like a superintendent or mayor or something. Yeah. Or Okay, I missed that part. That's, well, we got, that's kind of a little, a little bit of a gray area, but we have done, we have checked those before. So if you have an ad that fits any of those criteria, again, factchecker at thegazette.com. Our fact checkers are edited by Craig Jamolis. Our podcasts are produced by Stephen Colbert. And the music you hear at the beginning and end is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. I'm John Steppy. I'm Marissa Payne. I'm Erin Jordan. I'm Michaela Ram. And we will fact check you later.
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.